You're listening to another episode of Open Source CXO, the podcast designed to share insights on how to excel in your business using technology, regardless of the industry. Host Robert Kehoe is a self-taught software developer who has grown to the role of CEO. Renowned for his collaborations with organizations such as Stanford University, Nelnet, and Louis Vuitton, he continually seeks new challenges to conquer in the world of tech. Accompanying him is Don Blackburn, a veteran COO with over 25 years of experience in cultivating diverse relationships and driving innovation in various technical projects. Each week, they'll be sitting down with some of the nation's foremost technology leaders to develop an open source playbook, drawing from their firsthand experiences in the field. Let's talk some tech. I know that your experience with um, bots, I I think, is one of the... One of the things that I think we wanted to discuss was uh, the use of bots in this world. And I think you have well, you, a lot I of... I think you said you're using 12 or 13 or something like that. I have used that many in the past. Right okay. now, we're, we're currently going to deploy uh, three on deck to, to get out the door. What sort of technologies, services, what, what are you using to do all that and, and why, I, I guess? So maybe the best way to answer that, instead of just kind of throwing it out there like, oh, here's what we're going to do, right? Uh, it might be better to talk about kind of the approach to it as well. Mm-hmm. So if you're comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem with artificial intelligence, machine learning, and RPA bots is that you get you get what I call the shiny object syndrome, right? You get a tech person who's excited about this, and then boom, they yep. launch into it. You get these big projects and stuff. What I found, though, is as, as AI, as machine learning, and bots start to come about, the, the actual solution providers, right, UiPath, Blue Prism, stuff like that, they're getting a little more savvy on, whoa, easy, don't just jump into this big, let's start small, right? Now, CIO like me, I, I did it at Blue Cross, Blue Shield, I did it, you know, at AIM Specialty Health, I've done it before, right? You know, I've done bot capabilities in machine learning uh, and, 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 and artificial intelligence stuff. So, you know, when, when I get in front of UiPath and I said, hey, I want to deploy bots here, they're like, oh, well, what do you want to do, Phil, right? But the number one thing is, is the culture that I exist in, right? No matter where you go, you have to understand culture. And I really look at how do the bots fit into the culture because I start with bots. Bots are the most easy thing to get into place, right? And I look at bots in two two fashions, assistive and unassisted, right? Assistive is really around whatever you're doing today, I'm going to put a piece of code, I'm going to put a bot alongside of you, and that bot's going to watch you and it's going to help you, right? You might have to go get this file or open that folder. and, and Yeah, like Clippy from Microsoft. Yeah, and it's it's going to, instead of you having to go open all these things and pull all this yeah. information, it's going to go, boop, 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 and it's just going to be at your fingertips, right? Oh, wow, okay. It's going to be there and it's going to help you get the job done. I was talking about unassisted. Right? Yeah, right. It's where we put the bot, we train the bot, right? We train the bot on what job function does it do, what are these steps. And the cool okay. part about the job, the, the jobs with the bots are is they really perform one task and one task only. Now, you schedule them to perform the task, and then you can schedule them to perform a different task. So that same bot, for that chunk of time, if it takes them 20 minutes to do a task, that 20 minutes is only doing that one thing. What kind of task? Can I ask? So, you yeah, I'm about okay. to get there with that, right? So now... When we look at that, I really look at simple things. Like for us, one of the first things we do with the bots are we get a lot of nurses and RTs that forget, oh, oh I got it. I need to do it. And they lock themselves out. Hmm. Well, usually they'll have to open up a ticket. We got to call them. 
30 minutes goes by and the nurse is now locked out of their system for half an hour. The, the tech gets on and says, oh, you're locked out of your system. They got to go check the AD account. They got to go do this, do that. And then, you know, a good 45, 50 minutes are gone. You got an hour of productivity lost. Lost by the technician, lost by the clinical practitioner, right? Mm -hmm. So now I got a bot, an unassisted bot that we've trained. And so basically, as a user, you're going to go in and you're going to submit a ticket into the IT trouble ticket system. This is a lock my account. The bot's just watching that system. As soon as that bad boy comes in, it goes, oh, there's a ticket I'm looking for. It looks at the ticket, it pulls the username, goes out to AD, unlocks the account. Done. Gotcha. Less okay. than two minutes. Yeah, really? Okay. Less than two and minutes. And is that something they just do submission. from their, from like a mobile phone then? Yeah, they can submit right from their mobile phone. They, can they never have to talk to anybody. They don't have to talk to anybody and literally they will get a notification that comes back from the bot that says your account's been unlocked. <laughs> but they have to go through a... In order to submit the ticket, they got to prove who they are and so forth. Yeah, yeah. Well, they'll, yeah, be, yeah. they'll be logged into they'll be their system. They'll be authenticated through whatever. Right? Right. Right. Or if, let's say, you locked yourself completely out of 365, right, or mm -hmm. completely out of our network. Yeah. So you can't get to the ticket system. Okay. All right. You can submit the ticket on his behalf. Oh. It'll come through because we have a, a unique identifier on the on the subject line. And then the user ID you submit is the one we go in and we just unlock the account. Well, and the trust would be there because I'm authenticated. You're so authenticated. That makes, that makes yeah. sense. So we will unlock the account. Well, and when we unlock your account, you still have to go through and authenticate the, your token, yes. the device ID. Right. All of that Log has to again. be yeah. authenticated against the, right. against the network for you to go ahead and get in. But we unlock the account. If it's a password reset, the bot can do that too. Yeah. It's looking, it's looking, it's like, oh, I have a password reset. It decides what password you're going to have. Sends you that password, and then it sets your account to expire in 24 hours. And what it means by expire is basically it's going to force you to reset your password in 24 hours. Gotcha. Right? So. And these bots, are you're not developing these bots. You're you UI, these? They're UiPath bots, right? Okay. And we basically code them up to perform the test. We train them. Okay. Right, but they're UiPath bots. So, what's the technology for that? How do you, when you say train them, are you training them in the same manner as you would train like a machine learning model, or is it like a different set of? No, training? It, it's 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 UiPath's automation platform. Oh, so, so it's, okay, yeah, so it's, like it's a, their platform, gotcha. and we have the bots. We could deploy them to a laptop. We basically go up there and we design and we train. We basically set the path, and then we guide the bot through the steps. Like in some cases, so we also have a bot that we haven't deployed this yet, but we're in the process of where we're going to deploy it. Where we got to log into a specific website, pull some credentials down for, for a certain state, mm -hmm. pull that stuff down, pull some data down from that state, mm. put it into our system. We have to do this about once a week. And this is right. where your developers come into play because I'm assuming there's middleware yeah. between whatever the main system is and this bot. Yes, so. and my developers will go in and we'll, we'll basically train the bot, show the bot, here's where you go, here's what you're going after, what you're doing. Right? And we write some rules and some logic up on the platform, and then we push that down to the bot. Bot got it, and it, based on the schedule, it knows I go out and log in here, pull this information down, and then go from there. So when you have the bot and you say, hey, go out to this, you know, endpoint, whatever, grab the information, you return that data back, you know, JSON object or whatever it might be, is the platform sophisticated enough to say, here's the response we got, what data do we, you want to use, and is it more of like a... So in our case, what we will typically do with that data is, is we will train the bot. The bot will actually do the upload to the system that we need, put mm -hmm. it where we want it. Okay. Right? And then, then the end user, in this case, our rev cycle specialist, our billing specialist, We'll go in, 
inspect the data. If it's incorrect, then gotcha. they'll get back to us. We'll make adjustments with the bots, and then they'll actually manually fix that one instance, right? So that's not deployed yet, but today we currently have one person that spends about five hours a week doing that, right? Okay. And so we'll get, so those are the little things that we'll do, back office type things. How long, how long would it take, out of curiosity, to set up, let's say, a password reset bot? Well, with UiPath, and I'm not here to plug any <laughs> software. We're going to bleep out every name, don't worry. <laughs> but, <No. laughs> but with UiPath, I had an engineer, one of my system engineers, I said, hey, what do you know about robotic process automation? He goes, I don't know what that is, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, I want you to go out and look up RPA and just kind of do some research on it. And I said, and the company I want you to look at specifically is UiPath, right? And he's like, okay. And so two weeks later, I come back to him. I said, hey, where are we at? What do you know about RPA and, and UiPath specifically? He goes, what's really cool, Phil, is I created accounts in BrightTree and CPR Plus, and I got it to actually on Oh, he actually went that so far. He had no knowledge of RPA no knowledge of UiPath, no knowledge of the bots and how they do things. In two weeks' time, read, researched, and hmm. it was so simple that he had it deployed doing some work in a 14-day trial. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty fantastic. And so, and ultimately what it allowed us to do is it allowed me to make the business case to show that of the 1,300 tickets a month we get, about 600 of them are related to Password reset, <laughs> terminations, unlocked accounts, yeah. stuff like Simple that. Simple stuff that a bot can handle. That this bot is going to just take yep. care of in the background, freeing up my support staff, right? Taking the jobs of people. Good job. Actually, it's going <laughs> to free them up to do a lot more because we're, yeah. we're behind, right? right? And then the cool part is is we have, we have business cases now that we're looking at in certain areas, mostly around our revenue cycle and stuff like that in the back end that are mundane, repetitive tasks that humans are doing today that they don't need to do. Yeah. That we can have them focused on doing other more productive, more more business scale, business improving type functions. So these bots can just do this in the background. And the way we'll roll them out is more of assistive nature so that we get them trained and we make sure that the process looks good, that mm-hmm. we flow for the bot. And then Bob will go on. So how, how do your people access these bots? So obviously, it, it, do you guys have your own mobile app, or is it like a mobile website? How do they how do they access? It's on it's on. Well, we have a private login to UiPath's platform, and we have okay. basically it's a provision platform to us. Okay, it's our automation platform, and then that's where we control the bots, and then we have the bots on on a device that gotcha. we control. Okay, and we just log into that device. And my my guys have. Uh, uh, tools that they use. We have a product called Emibot that allows us to remote control. So we use a bot to control a bot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's cool. No, that's awesome. I turn think that would be off. Yeah. So extremely forth. helpful. Right. Well, and we have this this Emibot. We we have. Uh, are you guys familiar with Automate? I mean, the term Automate. No, but... no, no, no. The product Automate. <laughs> no. yeah. Right. So, like, if I if if you were in my network, like this Apple laptop sitting over there. I could remote into that laptop and do anything I wanted on it behind the scene without him knowing mm. if I was there. Yeah. Right? Great. And so it allows us to perform maintenance. Uh, if a user opens up a ticket and says, hey, I got a problem with this, we can log into the back end, take a look at what's going on the back end, but they can still be productive. If they say, hey, we can't get into it, we can still get into it in the back end, see what's going on with the device itself, everything else. Emibot kind of works in the same fashion. It's, it's applying maintenance. It's doing... 
uh, you know, it's inspecting software, it's so patch versions and stuff. We got the battle of keeping up on patching and bug fixes and zero day vulnerabilities and getting them remediated. You you, you got to have an army of people. Well, mm-hmm. I don't, right? But I got a bot that works twenty four seven. Yep, and that's all it does. Hmm. Right? So, no, that makes sense. That's where everything's going. You have a marketplace or something like that, then? Um, don't know about that. Oh, okay. I don't. I didn't know if you, I didn't know if you could make these add-ons and release them to the general public. Um, I'm gonna go with probably no. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. You know, I think it's more for you to. Well, it's because the way the contract reads with me, right, is mm-hmm. that, um, I can build what they call an add-on. So I take their bot, and let's say I got a mobile app, and I want that bot to now. When you do something on the mobile app, the bot's going to react to that, do some things in the background, push it back out to you. Or the bot will be something you chat and interact with and on the app and stuff like that. Right. So now I have a product that I've created on top of the you bot. customized it, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right? I put software around mm-hmm. the bot. So that core bot, they want protected, but they yeah. allow you to do no, this. Yeah. It's, in the, it's in the master service. Huh. Right? Okay. So... And what you have to do is basically guarantee that nothing's going to happen to the IP of that bot and that you're not going to alter the IP of the right. bot. Now, the other end of this is if you wanted to go with the heavy lift, you build the bot yourself from the ground up. Now, mm-hmm. It's a heavy lift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But you got, you got folks like UiPath that build it. And one of the cool things with UiPath is they have um, – can't think of the name of it right now. It's a part of the platform. It's like Innovation Hub. I, that might actually be the name. And what it does is it's something I can push to my business. My business can go in in a natural language, just type, kind of, I got this problem here. Here's what I do. And they can literally lay out all the steps of the stuff they do in there. And then my developers can go in and go, oh, let's throw this into a model. Right? And then you add the automation platform can take that model that language that they've typed in there and then the engineer can start to move things around and okay. maybe put a couple of rules or some logic around it and then deploy the bot. Huh. huh. So now you're pushing the innovation mm-hmm. into the hands of the business. Yeah. Right? Where it actually belongs. Yeah. One of the things that we wanted to do, um, and we've talked to various people about this, but one thing is actually I personally I started messing around with myself is we were using OpenAI, but it was a very chatbot type situation where it was, you know, the natural language processing, but we connected it and I gave it access to a database that we were, that I was building. It's, it's our own internal system. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to, the only thing I wanted to do with it, I thought it'd be extremely helpful for other companies. Aside from just doing your, your normal mundane tasks, I wanted it. Well, how well can it do running some basic reporting? You know, like how many invoices did we send out this month? You know, what was the total? You know, how much do we get? Just simple things like that where you can talk to the bot, you know, because it would be a chat bot sort yep. of deal. And that's one of the things that I think, we, you know, we would find a lot of success with it. Among all the work we do, everybody could use something like that. Just Absolutely. let it loose. As long as you sort of uh, identify in the database and, and label things and tell tell the system and, and train it, okay, this data is this data. This is how it relates, you know. Then I think we could build a pretty sophisticated sort of chat box. And that's to, that's a good example of that. Now, understand the examples I'm giving you with the UI platform. There's just, there's a lot of stuff that happens underneath technical stuff that I'm not necessarily getting into the detail on here. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but that's the general permit. Right. And you've got the idea. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it from a service of providing a service out to your client base or whatever, I mean, there's the opportunity there to really get out, really yeah. build something that 
And you can use open platforms like OpenAI to get this done. Now, my only fear with that is, you know, I don't want, you know, you can't have somebody's data going out to the general public, you yeah. know. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem with, I think, Google has barred now and, you know, OpenAI. It's, it sources this information publicly, which is great. It's great in some cases, but in this case, we don't want all our, our data flying everywhere. So right. there's something to be said for that. But, um, no, that's awesome. So do you feel like bots have obviously changed the game for you guys in, in, in sort of... I think they've changed the game for healthcare in general. Um, I would say bots probably exist more prevalently than anything else, machine learning being okay. the next one up. Um, there are many CIOs I know that look to UiPath and deploy bots. Um, bots get a bad rep at times because they can take out employees. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but that's the nature of technology in general. Yeah. It's it's unfortunate, but it is the truth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it drives efficiency, drives sophistication. So it rem removes human error and everything's done. Well, it, it does remove uh, human error so long as you didn't code error yeah. into the process. Yeah, yeah. Unless, <laughs> there you go. unless you're you know going through some medical deal and the system goes down and they have to go to a, a redundant <laughs> a room. room. Uh, that's twenty six years ago. Twenty six years <laughs> ago. Yeah. We're back to the yes. <laughs> and then today. It's definitely uh, uh, different from that. So, yeah. Yeah. like I said, it was a unique, um, and, and I don't share a lot of it. Well, I'd never share where the hospital was because it's actually a well-known hospital. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but I will tell you that I'm, I'm grateful for the process. For the redundancies? It, well, it, not just that. It just, I think the lessons learned. Oh, know, I because see. Because it really yeah. positioned me to be a different type of technologist yeah because from that change I the way about you think everything we do simplicity and redundancy and seamless redundancy mm -hmm. you know is really what we look for yeah. that's no this was great man i really appreciate you taking the time to kind of talk with us but i thought this was a lot of good information here so was it yeah. okay good thank you i thought it was a lot of fun yeah so I think it, I, that was great that was fun